I have one question. How do you find yourself when you don't know who or where you came from? For those that don't know, I was adopted at about two months old by Joyce and Sterling Beesman. Being that I was only two months old, there is a lot I don't remember but have been told about. A lot of what I know, I have discovered through asking a lot of questions. Who were my birth parents? Why did my mom drink while she was pregnant with me? Why did my parents give me up? And the one I'm still working through, did my birth parents ever actually love me? As you can imagine, these are a hard set of questions to work through, especially considering some of them don't actually have an answer. Growing up, I always knew that my adoptive parents loved me, but that never seemed to satisfy my curiosity of why. Externally, I knew I was loved, but internally, I couldn't understand why or how anyone could love me. After all, I was given up, right? This feeling consistently caused me to feel lost and at moments ostracized. I knew deep down inside I had no idea who I was, or for that matter, why I was even here. My mom knew almost immediately that there were mental barriers and struggles I would have to overcome throughout my life. She knew there would be fetal alcohol effects from my birth mom, and she knew academically I would struggle. She decided that despite these issues, I could still be a normal kid. Although my parents had faith in my future, I was not convinced. Although I couldn't be certain, for all I knew, I was born a defect, and that meant I was unfixable. As years went on, my struggles with identity and insecurity only seemed to get worse. I had fallen into the habit of allowing other people to define who I was. After raising my hand once, getting the answer wrong, then being laughed at, I knew I could be certain. From here, I decided that for the time being, Jet was a stupid kid who had no business being smart because all it got her was made fun of and picked on. For years, that's who I was, a kid who could run but do nothing more. It didn't matter if I was actually smart or not, based on the reactions of others, they decided that I was stupid, so I was stupid. I eventually started to expect less and less from myself when it came to school, and this eventually became habitual to the point of I graduated high school with a 2.3 and was disappointed because I was over a 2.0. It wasn't until years later that I started to understand that these unanswered questions were driving my behavior whether I knew it or not. I discovered I wasn't worth much of a chance because my birth parents never bothered to give me a chance. As time went on, I felt the need to prove to those around me that there were no internal struggles taking place and that I was fine. I decided to carry out this plan by the one way I knew best, getting into trouble. I figured no one would suspect that I was struggling if I could confidently break the law every night. I don't recommend doing that, actually. Uh, turns out that my identity wasn't going to be found in criminal activities either. This gave me a rush for a short time, but in the long run reiterated more that I was a lost cause that was going nowhere. As I continued to grow, I kept making discoveries that stemmed from my adoption. At a young age, I knew I never wanted to be abandoned or feel alone ever again. I knew I had been given up once, and I was determined to never let that happen again. This thought was something that continued to surface, but I never knew why. I decided to do some digging and discovered that the sole reason for my adoption was because my birth mom had left me unattended for almost a month in an apartment. After discovering this, of course, my fears got worse. My birth mom didn't even come back for me. In fact, she decided that drugs took precedence over me. 
It was in this moment that I decided I would do everything I could to control who I let in my life. This task became especially hard, considering I had no control over whether someone stayed in my life or left it. Because I had zero control, this caused my brain to autopilot. I told myself, if I never let anyone get too close, they can never leave. I had decided that the sole purpose for anyone entering my life was so they could leave it. Looking back, this was an interesting way of thinking, because although I told myself I never wanted to be alone, I was deliberately putting myself in a position of loneliness. Looking back on all the discoveries I'd made concerning my adoption, I wonder how I even found my identity. I was a kid who couldn't do basic math because I let others tell me I was stupid. I couldn't fathom the thought of making friends because why invest in something when it's going to leave you? And for all I cared, how am I supposed to fit into a family when I look nothing like that family? What did that make me? A stupid kid that's lonely? Even with my insecurities, I knew I was more than that. I would be lying to you if I told you I didn't struggle with identity and abandonment issues today. It has taken me my whole life to understand and believe that I have an identity and that I am loved. For years, I allowed people that had no importance in my life decide who I was and chose to ignore the voices of those who truly loved me. Deep down, I knew that there had to be something more out there and that there was no way I was created without an identity. My parents were both Christians and had talked about God a lot while I was growing up, but even though I knew of him, I still chose not to accept him. It took me another couple of years to truly believe and understand that the Christian life was something I wanted. Once becoming a Christian, it didn't get easier, but I felt I had been equipped with all the right tools to take on my struggles. I once believed that I was not worthy of love because I had been given up. Now I see and understand that I am worthy of love because of everything Christ gave up for me. Although I still struggle with identity and abandonment, I realize my true identity does not come from my past. Although it plays a part, my past is not who I am today. My true identity comes from being grounded in Christ. When I say I'm abandoned, God says I'm adopted. When I think I've been rejected, God says I am his. When I say I am lost, God provides me direction. When I say I'm worthless, God says I'm worth it. When I think I'm nothing special, God says I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Who am I to decide who I am when God tells me? In Ephesians 1.5, it writes, For he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. For 20 years, I had to struggle and maintain a faith that God had a plan and a purpose for my life. When my parents signed the order of adoption, I mean, that was it. I was my parents' child, and they loved me and cared for me deeply. And they still do to this day. This is similar to the feeling of becoming a child of God, in that I now have a heavenly father that loves me and cares for me so much that he was willing to die for me. Until I was adopted by Christ, I had never understood, or for that matter, allowed myself to believe that I was loved and that my identity was in him. Like my name changed when my parents adopted me, our hearts change when Christ adopts us. In 1 John 3, it reads, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. Thanks.